Welcome, everybody, to the latest edition of the Rap Clash. It's your boy, the Rated R, and I'm here with my guest, uh, none other than Alexa G herself. Tell me what's good. Hey, everyone. How you doing? Uh, we hope that you're doing well, uh, especially in these times where we're in confinement. We just hope that you guys are doing very well. Uh, we're, we're glad to be back on the air. Uh, we took a little break. There's a lot of stuff that's going on with uh, with us here at Young Entertainment. But we are back with another episode of the Rap Clash podcast made for you guys uh, by fans of hip hop who just want to talk shop, you know? Uh, so before we get into everything that we've got to talk about today, do not forget to like, share, and subscribe to Young Entertainment uh, because we're here and we're posting videos on a regular basis for you guys because we love your beautiful faces. Um, and with that being said, let's jump. Uh, I know I'm taking a lot of stuff from Philip DeFranco, but big shout out to him. I love, I love his content. Um, let's get into it with our first, our major story, actually, uh, for this entire episode. And the title of this episode, The Grammys. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Um, Alexa, I'm a, can you allow me to do a little mini rant? Go ahead. Go ahead. I haven't done this in a while. So for those who've watched and read the Rap Clash in the past three years, since I started the Rap Clash, know that I in no way support the Grammys. I find it being an institution that has outgrown um its initial purpose and mutated into something that is not helpful for the music uh, community, not helpful for hip hop, doesn't represent hip hop, doesn't represent people of color the way that it should, knowing that people of color are the people who are making, let, let's be honest, some of the best music in the world today um, and most some of the most renowned music in the world today. Uh, we're looking at artists such as uh, Beyonce, such as uh, Bruno Mars, such as it, such as um, Drake. It's more than just the same American groups all the time, you know. And I don't think as much as the Grammys has looked for, oh, we're we're trying to include people. We're going to remove the urban category. You're still getting it wrong because the initial problem, like the major problem is still there. And it's a fact that it's clearly people who don't know what they're doing, picking for artists and for genres that they don't know. Like if you told me that it was only like a panel of hip hop artists that were picking the best hip hop tracks, I'd be happy, right? And with a lot more transparency. If it was an R&B panel picking for R&B, I'll be okay with it. If it's a country panel picking for country, I'll be okay with it. But the Grammys continue to disappoint, disregard, and disrespect the music and the people who work so hard. Like even music critics such as myself, people who, who listen to music constantly in order to in, in order for stuff like the Rap Clash, in order for for young entertainment and, and even other music credits here on YouTube and, and on Spotify, it just becomes really hard for us to even do our jobs and to react to the Grammys. Cause really it's like, 
I'm setting myself up to be disappointed, as I usually am whenever we talk about the Grammys, whether it be when the when the nominations come out or whether that be when the, the winners are picked. And it's the worst one of the entire category for anybody who specializes in that category. So all this monotone and just painfully painful monologue to say the Grammys suck and I'm disappointed Amen. with the fact Amen. that I am here having to react to it out of love for all of you. I'm doing it out of love for all of you and because this Amen. is the requirement of the job. Amen. So, Preach it. Preach. Alexa, take it away. Tell, tell me what you think about the Grammys. Let's go into it before we just go into the all nominations right. and all things. Right. All right. As J. Cole would say, F the Grammys. F the Grammys. F the Grammys. F the Grammys. Okay? Let's just get it out of there. Let's just get it out of the gate right now. Out of the gate. Okay? The Grammys are just some big glorified production for people to be able to show, hey, I'm wearing this by whatever, Saint Laurent or whatever, some, some next designer. Eve Saint Laurent. Yes, thank you. YSL, Bell Buckle. <laughs> exactly. It's this show that I'm going to be very blunt here because I am a very blunt person that black people do not belong in. We've never been invited to it. We've never been invited to the Grammys. Just like everything else, we had to fight our way into the Grammys. And just the whole, the whole, what's the word? The whole thing of the Grammys, the whole facade of the Grammys is just ridiculous. It's stupid, it's ridiculous, and it's just something that maybe 50 years ago would have been like, oh my goodness, this is so wonderful. We're bringing music together, all of that stuff. Mm. Not even 50 years ago, let's just say a couple decades ago. We're bringing music together. We're giving everyone an opportunity for their music to be recognized. Mm. But now it's just something that is just like so haphazardly just thrown together just so that they can say, hey, we had a Grammys this year. Hey, I was nominated for this many Grammys this year. And it's just like, okay, cool. You were nominated for this many Grammys. And how about the people who are actually really talented who have had number one album after number one album who are being snubbed. It's just it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Alexa, can I tell you a reality of mine? Yeah. I have not watched the Grammys since 2013. Like my disdain, my disdain for the Grammys precedes the creation of the Rap Clash. And I've never watched. I've never watched the Grammys ever. I watched the Grammys in 2013. I don't even remember who won. I don't care who was nominated. And I watched the entire three-hour extravaganza, and I was just sorely disappointed the entire time. Like, is this what people are are really basing their careers off of? Getting this, getting this trophy, and like. Um, I just feel like it's just, just like it's not even fun anymore. It's not, it's not cool. Like I don't even like the gravings like that, and I feel like it's just disrespectful 
And one of the great, and I guess this will be the quote of the, the episode. And I know that I've used this quote before when I described the Grammys and it's Jay, uh, Jay-Z who says it on Ape, on Ape, uh, off the Carters. Uh, tell the Grammys, forget that over eight. Have you ever seen a crowd go ape? Like, because to me, the music is not about the awards you get with it. It's about the way you make people feel with your music, what you make them understand with your music, what music, what message you're putting out. But every time I look at the Grammys, I'm just like, but, like, why? And this year, I almost feel like they almost got it right in one category, and we'll get to that. But in most cases, the Grammys getting it wrong has just become my reality. And I don't know whether I've become numb to it or I just don't care anymore. I mean, it's easy not to care anymore about the Grammys because, uh, like, let's just put it this way. Let's put it in a grand, grand perspective. Okay. With all the the BS that's been going on in the hip-hop world, in everything mm-hmm. the grammys is supposed to be something that everyone's excited about you know what i mean like like the way that the people used to be excited for the oscars saying oh my goodness i'm going to discover so many new movies or something i'm going to discover so many new songs all of this stuff i'm going to discover so many new traditions and everything but ever since like maybe 20 like the early um 2000 no like the early 10s no no the hip-hop hip-hop in the grammys like i said in an article look since the first grammys where hip-hop was a category hip-hop artists were already like no they were already protesting it i'm pretty sure jay's protested multiple years i'm sure nas has protested too yeah um, J. Cole was in his perpetual protest of the thing. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Will Smith also protested. Yeah, Will Smith protest. It was a pretty big thing two years ago. Him, him, Salt and Pepper. Like even back in the day, like the first Grammys when they won, I don't think they showed up. Yeah. They didn't show up. Yeah. Um, I think a couple of years ago, Will Smith was um, nominated and he won, and then like he. He basically went on a whole rant or something a couple years ago. Is it him? I, no, I, that was Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Drake. Yeah, yeah. That Not was bad. Drake. Drake went on a, like, he was talking about it and, look, this isn't important. Then they cut him off. And, like, come on. He's one of the biggest artists in the world. And I'm not saying that as a person who, who likes Drake and his music. I'm saying as facts as facts. He's one of the biggest artists in the world. You guys can't give him like an extra minute like yeah is it that hard no stuff like that makes me really disgusted with the grammys most years and makes me actually disgusted to actually be doing this episode i love the rap clash i love everything we stand for i love working with you alexa but goodness gracious i don't like talking about the grammys but anyways yeah. I digress. Let's let's get into this absolute bombshell of an entire show and Oh no. So well first of all this is gonna 
That sounds some, non some nonsense out here. We've got four rap categories that we're going to go into, and then we're going to talk about uh, major categories. So just rapid thoughts, Alexa, and, and we'll just keep pushing. Best rap album, we'll start there. Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist. Black Habits by D Smoke. A Written Testimony by J Electronica. King's Disease by Nas. And The Allegory by Royce the Five Nine. Thoughts? Okay. Thoughts. Thoughts, thoughts, thoughts on these albums and these nominations. I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> like, know. This is the only, and I'll tell you this, this is just my opinion. This is the only category where it makes sense the people they picked. Yeah. It's the only, like, and when I'm looking at these artists, I'm looking at the projects that they made. It's not cookie cutter rap. It's not pop rap. This is grown, like, grown this, folk, grown folk rap. Yeah, <laughs> like, grown folk conscious rap. This is grown folk conscious rap. Yeah, yeah. Um, I listened to the allegory by Race to Five Nine even this week, and it's it it sounds even better than when it originally came out. King's Disease is an amazing album. Black Habits is a good album. Alfredo wasn't really my cup of tea, but I understand if people like it. A Written Testimony is a wow. It's just a wow. Not good. Not, it, uh, I'm not going to say Jaletronica is not good, but it was just like basically a half Jay-Z album. They just didn't want to put his name on it for reasons unknown. Anyways, best rap song. And this is another thing I'm I don't understand. There's a best rap song, a best rap performance, and a best melodic rap performance. I don't, I don't get it. But anyways, I digress. Best rap song, "The Box" by uh, Roddy Rich, "The Bigger Picture" by Lil Baby, "Laugh Now, Cry Later" by Drake featuring Lil Durk, "Rockstar" by Roddy Rich, and the, actually "The Baby" featuring Roddy Rich, and "Savage" by Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce. Let me just start off here. You got Beyonce and Drake in the same category. So let's just leave predictions, I guess. It's between Beyonce and Drake, I guess. But like, then again, if we're gonna go on the same wavelength that they snubbed The Weeknd, who's had multiple number one albums, it's kind of any person's guess. I don't know what the Grammys are going to pick. And to be honest, out of all of these tracks, I'll give it to Laugh Now, Cry Later because it'll be the less controversial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But when I say that any of these songs are like, wow, I'm going to listen to these songs in like 10 years, probably not. Probably not. Having listened to... Uh, the Allegory and King's Disease, those are tracks where I could be like in 10 years, okay, I can listen to the song again and learn something new from it. Best Melodic Rap Performance, Highest in the Room by Travis Scott, Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake featuring Lil Durk, Rockstar by The Baby and Roddy Rich, Lockdown by Anderson Pac, and The Box by Roddy Rich. Can you explain to me why we have a melodic rap performance? That's a better question. Can anybody explain this to me? I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't freaking know. Like they removed Urban, but added melodic rap performance. Wait, did they remove Urban for a sensitivity thing, or is it yes. just like, what the fudge? Like, <laughs> you really tried to censor yourself on that one. Like, what is this nonsense? I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's like, no, that that's the that's the stupid that's the reality of the Grammys. That's what's ridiculous wait, wait, about wait. the entire thing. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to wrap my brain around this. They, okay, fine. You're doing it for sensitivity thing because I don't think black people like being called urban. Fine, cool. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. But you replaced it with the like the most ridiculous. Ah. They took two steps forward, then took five steps back. And when they took that fi- fifth step, they trip and fell on and cracked their back. That's what happened. What the fudge? Look, I like seeing Travis Scott win. I'd like to see Drake win. Lockdown's not going to win as much as I like the track. Rockstar's an alright track. The box is an alright track. I don't care who wins. But like, personally, can we, go back, can, can we go back to the sensitivity thing though? Like, you see, I really would. But the problem with this entire situation that is not made to inherently make sense. Welcome to our reality. Welcome to the Grammys. But the Best- thing is, <laughs> Grammys, Grammys have never been sensitive. To ever, anything ever, ever. And that's what, and, especially and, to black people. Don't don't get me started. But, Look, be happy that for the like, I think it might be the second time that hip hop, that Eminem released an album, and it was not nominated for best rap album. As much as I love music to be murdered by, look, yeah. The albums that are here are just great. And they didn't just give it to Eminem because Eminem is there. So I'll take my W's where I get them. Mm-hmm. Best rap performance Dior by Pop Smoke. Deep Reverence, Big Sean and Nipsey Hustle. Bop by The Baby. What's Poppin', Jack Harlow. The Bigger Picture, Lil Baby. Savage, Megan the Stallion featuring Beyonce. That Nipsey Hustle Big Sean performance was it was I love Deep Reverence. Deep Reverence, that needs to win. Like yeah. I, I understand if like the younger generation be like, oh, Bop was amazing, right? And Bop is definitely the type of stuff that they're gonna be playing in like in, in, at parties and at clubs, like on the regular, even in, maybe in a few years from now, too. But deep reverence, if you're talking about performance. If you're talking about lyrical ability, if you're talking about just like the metaphor and the care taken into that song, well, that song is like a, just like a, a huge thank you to Nipsey for everything that he did. Like I can't, please just give the man, give the man and his family the trophy he deserves. Amen. All Amen. right. Now that we're done hip hop, let's. Let's go hurt ourselves with the big ones. It's time for the major, major categories, and let's get this thing 
popping. Best new artists: Phoebe Bridges, Ingrid Address, Andress. I can't. Doja Cat, Kate Trinata, Megan Thee Stallion, Noah Cyrus, Chica, D Smoke. I'm happy to see three hip hop artists here. Megan, D Smoke, and I don't even like to count Doja Cat as a hip hop artist. But that, but you know what? I'm taking it for the numbers. Taking it for the numbers. I don't think they're gonna win though. And if anybody's gonna win, it's gonna be Megan The Stallion. Yeah. D Smoke's not yeah. gonna win. As much as I like D Smoke's album is crazy, I don't think D Smoke's gonna win. Noah Cyrus, I don't get why she's on this list. Me too. I've had Noah like I know people who've had Noah Cyrus on their phones for the past years, for a few years now. So yeah, I feel like it's because she's finally been nominated or like you know relevant enough to be part of to, the Grammys. Kind I of guess so. Thing. It's it's all ridiculous. Song of the year: Black Parade by Beyonce, The Boss by Roddy Rich, Cardigan by Taylor Swift, Circles by Post Malone, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, I Can't Breathe by Her. If the world was ending by J.P. Sachs featuring Julia Michaels. If the world was ending is that TikTok song, isn't it? I think so. <laughs> that's that's how that's how old we are. We can call it a TikTok song. Um, look, Beyonce's in the running, mm-hmm. and she might still lose because there's two. The box is up there, and circles is, is up there, and Billie Eilish is up there. But those three there was, alone. There was um, oh shit, what was it? Um, the first, like the third one you said. Cardigan by Taylor Swift. No, no, no. Um, it was really, really popular. Uh, don't start. Uh, the Billie Eilish song. Everything I want. No, no. Not You can't. Black Parade, The Box, Cardigan, Circles, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, I Can't Breathe by Her If the World Was Ending, Julia Michaels. Okay, never mind. Never mind. mind. I had a brain fart just now. All right. So um, let's get to album of the year. Chilumbo by Janae Aiko, Black Pumas by Black Pumas, Everyday Life by Coldplay, Just Volume 3, Jacob Collier, Women in Music Part 3, Haim, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone, Folklore by Taylor Swift. Um, My head's starting to hurt. I don't blame you. Okay, I'll be honest. I'm someone who listens to an egregious amount of music per month, per week. I listened to Folklore once. Not that great. Hollywood's Bleeding, didn't care for it. Future Nostalgia, not that great either. Uh, Women in Music Part 3, I've never heard of it. Jess Volume 3, never heard of it. Everyday Life, I didn't know Coldplay put released an album. Black I Pumas, didn't even know Coldplay was still relevant. Black Pumas, didn't hear of them. Chilombo, great album. But the fact that The weekend isn't here... <laughs> (laughs) 
Like you can have the like it proves to me that the Grammys are not in touch with the people are listening. Because if you have the number one album in the world, but it is not eligible to get album of the year. I'm okay if you told me Blinding Lights wasn't song of the year right oh um level. Cool. Bet I understand. I'll take it. But you're gonna tell me the after hours was it one of the best albums of the year? It proves to me that artists, that, like there are three fields here. There's the artists, there's mm-hmm. the Grammys, and there's mm-hmm. the fans. Mm-hmm. And all three of us have very different perspectives on what's going on. And there's no connect. There's, there's no, no connect. connection between the there's three. There's not even an attempt. There's not an attempt, but the fans and the artists are a lot closer than the Grammys. See, the Grammys should really, you know, just step over the fans and the artists, put itself in a box somewhere, and come out when it's ready. The Grammys should really be grounded the Grammys, at this point. The Grammys need to, like, stop being disrespectful. And to me, I almost feel, and I've said it also on the Rap Slash, the blog, I almost feel better watching the BET Awards. I feel better watching the Billboard Awards. Because the Billboard Awards, here it, here it is. Frankly, it's built on numbers. Exactly. How much albums did you? How many albums did you sell? Uh, how much merch did you sell? How uh, like what are your your album perspectives are? What are how many songs did chart? Or like, it's based on numbers. It's based on what people are streaming. And yeah, you can mess up the streaming numbers, but never to the amount where Billboard is affected by them. You know. So by that respect, and even though it's a lot tougher to get a Billboard Music Award, it is. It's a lot tougher because you really need, you need to be an established star to get a Billboard Award. If the Grammys are sticking to their whole, we're doing this for the music, man, type of deal, then clearly they're not, they're not listening to the music. They're not doing this for the music. They're, they're not. not doing this for the music. They're not doing this for the artists. They're not doing this for the industry. They're not doing this for... They're, they're doing this for doing themselves. For they're doing it for themselves. And to me, it almost feels ridiculous that you'd even have an album of the year when... Wait, hold up. Wait up. Okay, follow my logic here. Right. You're telling me that you're going to release me the nominees for album of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And of the albums of the year, some of them aren't even in their own category. Best album in their own category. They didn't make mm-hmm. the nomination, but you're going to tell me the best album of the year. How does that how does that disparity work? Where did how can can you explain can anybody I don't care online. Explain to me this. How does this disparity... Drop it down in the comments below. Because I'm questioning a lot when it comes to the Grammys this year. And it's just, like, bad. I look at Chilombo by Janae Aiko. And for those who know, know, those who know, know. We work with Caden here at the Rap Clash. And Caden does so much for us in terms of the classic albums. And we truly do love you, Kaden, for the amount of work that you do for us. 
Thank you. Kaden, I gave K like Kaden and I were working on the classic albums and and I told Kaden, look, this this album, Janaeco, you're gonna listen to this album, you're gonna fall in love. And I was sale out. It was one of our like best uh classic album reviews that uh we've seen this like in the past year, year and a half that I've been working with Kaden. Because it's such a good album. Because Janae Aiko is an amazing artist. Chilumpa is an amazing, amazing project. She's just, she's just amazing. But you're going to tell yeah. me that she's not worthy of a best R&B album? But you're going to put her album of the year. That type of discrepancy doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't connect. So you're worthy of being the best of the best, but you're not worthy of being the best in your category. You're not even worthy of that. Can I go? Can I go way off base here and go so far as to say this is a race thing? You could. I'm not gonna be the one to stop you. I need to figure out a solution for myself. Because every time I listen to the Grammys, I see idiocy. I see discrepancies. But, I see when you say lack of when logic. You, when you say idiocy, it's in so many different levels every time you try and find a solution to make the grammys better to make the grammys what they want to be there's always some issue somewhere there's always some drama somewhere there's always someone who's not being nominated even though they should be nominated even though they should have their own best album and everything like look look i don't always agree with justin bieber but if Justin Bieber is able to tell me my album is an R&B album, and I listen to ch like the, the album changes, it's an R&B album. It's not yes, a pop it album. It is an R&B album. But Just if you had given that album, I, no cap, if you had given that album to Usher, clear R&B album. You don't even think about putting it in the pop. My question is, the Grammys, when they decide this type of thing, do they base it on the cat, like the album itself? Do they base it on the music that the artist has previously done? Here's what I think happens. Here's what I think happens. They blindfold each other, they throw a dart at somewhere, and if it's way off, they're like, okay, it's way off. If it's close enough, they say close enough and be like, it's a day. That's what happened. <laughs> like, it, 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 in French, ça me dépasse, ça me dépasse. Je suis épaté. Look, whenever I speak French, oh, online, what? like, you need to understand they're the problem. <laughs> like, yes. Don't quoi? ever put this guy in French mode, ever, ever. I've, I've done français, it to him multiple times. Le français c'est la langue de mon cœur et le cœur de ma like, le cœur de ma vie. Je comprends. Si je si je commence à parler en français c'est parce que c'est quelque chose qui bouillonne en moi et que je ne suis pas capable de m'exprimer dans une autre langue possible. Et je suis trilingue. I am trilingual. So if I start expressing myself into my native French tongue, there's a problem. It's because the words do not exist or the, or the formulation of sentence that I want to say does not work in English and or the other language that I speak. It, all this makes no sense. The Grammys are making no sense. And then, just hold me up because we're gonna we have to get to record of the year. Savage, Megan Thee Stallion, Beyonce, Circles, Post Malone, 
Don't start now. Dua Lipa. Everything I wanted, Billie Eilish. Say so, Doja Cat. Rockstar, the baby. Colors, Black Puma. Black Parade, Beyonce. Someone explain to me why Doja Cat has a, a record of the year nod before Drake. She's one of the new. I don't care. Can you explain to me why she has one before Drake? The guy who said started from the bottom. The guy who gave us the motto. He had the entire world saying, YOLO, you only live once for a solid two years. And he didn't even get a nod. But you're going to give it to someone who, who literally had been extremely questionable in their past? Like... And then they're going to be like, oh, no, we want more inclusion. But no, you don't. Drake doesn't, like. Eh. Yeah. Drake, I don't think Drake's ever had a, like, record of the year nod. No, he's. I don't think he's ever had it. Kendrick either. Yeah. Even though Kendrick was supposed to have one. I don't care what people say. I really do not care what people say he was supposed to have one. I think it was what 2013, 2014? Right, right around the time 2015. 2013, 2015. I can't remember exactly. The year Thrift Shop and uh the the Heist album by Macklemore. Yeah. Won the Grammy for Best Rap Album. That was when I realized that there was a problem with the Grammys. I mean, don't get me wrong. That was a bop. That was amazing. It was it was beautifully put together, but like it was an impeccable album. I cannot lie, it was a, a great album. Did it deserve a Grammy? No. No. Did it deserve to be nominated for album of the year? No. No. Should should artists be more respected? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Like Eminem's won the award six times for best rap album. I don't know. Best best best. I don't know. This entire Grammy thing is just this disregard. Like my head hurts. It just it just gives me headaches. Wait, and as I look at mm-hmm. Honestly, the Grammys are so messed up that sometimes I don't even have an opinion on it. Like I, I really don't like. I don't have the time and energy to have an an opinion on something that I'm not going to be included in. That people so actively choose to be ignorant about, or as Steve Harvey would say, ignorant about. Y'all ignorant. <laughs> Y'all just ignorant. The way you live, ignorant. <laughs> way you be, ignorant. <laughs> like. You choose to be so ignorant about something that's supposed to be so much about inclusivity, about including people, about introducing people to new music. You choose to be so ignorant about that and you expect me to have an opinion about the Grammys and how the Grammys are supposed to be functioning and then not listen to those opinions and dish out thousands and thousands of dollars on a dress that I'm going to wear maybe once by Yves Saint Laurent or Gucci or whatever. Like, the heck? Okay. 
let me take you back to 2019. All right. We had a year where Brandy Carlisle put out an album. I'm not even sure you know who that is. By the way, I forgive you. Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet came out. Mm-hmm. Her by Her came out. Mm-hmm. Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Scorpion by Drake. Mm-hmm. Black Panther, the album came out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they all lost to Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves, period. Did, did you know who Casey Musgraves was before the Grammys? No. No. Could you, no, name, could you tell me? Name. I had never heard that name before. But I can tell you every other artist, I heard those names at least once. I knew those albums. But you, when they give it... Black Panther! Black Panther, one of the number one grossing movies of the year. year. Album came out. People the are album... still... Talking about Black Panther today. People are still bumping to that album to this day. I'm still bumping to all the stars with SZA, Pray For Me, X, King's Dead. I'm still bumping to that. Scorpion, let's not talk about it. Blue Tint, Nice For What, In My Feelings. We're still bumping to this music. Exactly. When was the last time you listened to Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves? Do you even know who I don't even know what Casey Musgraves looks like. No offense to Casey Musgraves, if you hear this. It's not an offense to you. It's an offense to the Grammys. <sighs> it's, it's, just... it's what Drake said. Let me just read this out real quick. I think we should stop allowing ourselves to be shocked every year by the disconnect between impactful music and these awards and just accept that what, that what was... That what, once was the highest form may no longer matter to the artists that exist now and the ones that come after. It's like a relative you keep expecting to fix up, but they just never change. <laughs> the, other day, the other day I said at the weekend was a, was a lock for either album or song of the year with countless other reasonable assumptions. And it never goes that way. This is a great time for somebody to start something new that we can build up over time and pass on to the generations to come. Drake. Drake said everything we've been wanting to say. Drake. Mr. Drake. Mr. Graham. Six, Six man yourself. Thank you. Mr. OVO. Mr. OVO, thank you for telling us, for telling the world what we've been saying this entire time. OVO. Drake Drake, I hope if it's somebody that's going to make this award, that it's you. Let it be the real fans that take this award, whatever you're going to make it. Let it be you. Let it be Drake that takes this award to the next level. If Drake's gonna yes. make this award, I'll I'll back it a hundred percent. But Drake, just thank you. And today you're the real MVP. You get the dub for today. Thank you. Thank you, Drake. And, and so we end. <laughs> and so we end our latest episode of the Rap Clash podcast. 
do leave a like, share, and a subscribe. Share it to your friends all over the world. We'd like to hear your thoughts on the Grammys. Is it fair? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it good for the culture? We'd like to hear your thoughts. Leave those down in the comment section down below. And we'll gladly see you all next time. Thank you, Alexa G, for coming through to the Rap Clash podcast. Y'all know what it is. See you soon. You're welcome.